Hi friends! Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast? We use Anchor to post our episodes and it offers so many amazing benefits. First of all, it's completely free to use. Yes, it's free. And it also gives you the option to clip your episodes straight from the app or on the dashboard. So it makes it a really convenient one-stop shop. Anchor is also a Spotify program, so that means your show will post to Spotify automatically. And you also have the option to post to any other platform through the RSS feed link. This gives you full range of all the podcast platforms to get your show out there. The best part is that Anchor gives you all of the analytics directly linked to their platform. So you can post, edit, and track your show's progress all in one place. So try Anchor today for free now at anchor.fm. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Hello, everyone. My name is Brad. And I'm Denise. We are the host of World's True Crime Podcast. Every Monday, we release an episode researched by me about the most heinous criminals throughout history from across the globe. And then every Thursday, we will release an episode from me about disappearances, UFOs, the unexplained, and strange history. To lighten up the episode, we take part in movie trivia at the time of the incidents. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts and find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We also can be found at worldstruecrime.com. So just remember everybody, the world's not always as it seems. No, it's not. Bye everyone. Bye. Just gonna say, <laughs> okay. sorry. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, little creeps and freaks, creepies and freakies. I feel like we get slower every time we say it. <laughs> hey, little creeps and freaks, creepies and freakies. <laughs> Is that slow enough for you? <laughs> Welcome back to the In the Nick of Crime podcast. Hello, our friends. <laughs> We're recording on the wrong day again, so. This whole month has just been fucked up it's for us, guys. Sorry. Yeah, but it's all right. We're getting back on schedule this week. Woohoo! We're going to record again in three days. Boy! <laughs> Good thing I'm ready. Right, exactly. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. We are a weekly true crime podcast, but we like to do some spooky, spooky shit. And always are here for the comedy, y'all. Always. Always. Whenever we can add it in and it's not inappropriate or disrespectful, we're here for it. Yep. And I mean inappropriate in the way of, like, the story we're telling, not the words that we say, because we've come to that conclusion. (laughs) (laughs) Spicy language. (laughs) I just think it's funny. Did you see that Simon Page got a really nasty one, too? No. Oh, yeah. It was on their page. Or was it Salmon Page? I think it was Salmon Page or it was World uh, World's True Crime. Yeah, World's True Crime. One of them, someone got some really nasty uh, messages and they posted it on Instagram and was like, yo, whoever this was, like, the least you could do is 
you know, get a hold of me and let me know. Like, yeah. don't post something this Gr- shitty and, like, bring my numbers down. What the I want to say it was them. I couldn't... I'm going to have to look now. See, that's so wild. And I get it. It comes with the territory. Like, we, we know that's a possibility. But it's just... It's just wild. Like, if you actually have shit to say about the podcast, the way it's done, that's fair. Absolutely. Absolutely. But holy hell, man. Why are you taking personal digs at people? (laughs) And it was for something really dumb. Like, it wasn't even for... Sorry, I don't know why my phone is doing that. I was trying to see where... I was trying to look at their page, but it came up with the thing. But, um, yeah. Like, people are just dogging on the dumbest shit. Like, talking... Trolls. Yeah. It's trolls that wouldn't have the balls to say stuff like that to people to their face. True. So they're keyboard warriors. Oh, keyboard warriors. You gotta love them. I don't get a hobby. Either I have a problem with Karens. Yeah. As you've witnessed on airplanes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyways. Um, Oh, I have to bring you guys fuckery this week, huh? Yeah. Let me pull that up while we're chatting. We said our intro. We don't really have anything to cover off the top. Yeah, nothing else important right now. <laughs> that's what we can pull while you're looking that up. Courtney and Patrick with Evil Pudding. You guys are little angel babies. Thank you for sending us stickers. We love them so much. Aren't they so cool? They're so cool. I love it. I love the logo on it. It's like a little skeleton hand holding a rose. It's just like understated but classy. And also a little dark here for it. We love you guys. We love you long time. Oh, absolutely. Do, 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 do. Okay, so I have my story. I didn't get through my whole phone. Oh, sorry. Go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what? This is... Hey. Oh. Ah. Sorry. 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 What fuckery do you have for us this week? This is some crazy fuckery, and I came across it yesterday, and I just had to refind it on my phone. Sorry. But, um... A woman who was allegedly beheaded in California. <gasps> I just read about this. Yeah. Sorry. It makes me nauseous. She just got identified and her family's speaking out, which is crazy. But the victim's been identified as 27-year-old Karina Castro. Um, she was a mom of two who were ages seven and one. Oh, my Which gosh. is so sad. Um, and she was a student at Molino... Al Alderth- Alderton High School, and she had earned her GED. And mm. then at the time of her death, she was working as a DoorDash driver. Oh. But the sheriff's office told many media outlets that the suspect they have in custody is a 33-year-old uh, Jose Solano, who also goes by Rafa Solano. I'm not really sure why, but um, he has been confirmed as... Karina's ex-boyfriend and the father of her one-year-old. Okay, I was gonna say, he has to know her. Mm-hmm. Because what in the hell, like, it just being a random stranger doing that? Mm-mm. Um, and to preface for anyone that hasn't heard about this story, she was beheaded in the middle of population in California with a sword. In the middle of a street. Yeah. With a sword. Yeah. Oh my god. Um... I guess she had just gotten a restraining order against him in April. Oh, God. But we all know, like, I get why people get them, but it's just a piece of paper. People don't give a shit. We don't have enough people on the force right now to truly handle those kinds of situations like they should be. Yeah. 
in it can just get them arrested easier mm-hmm. is really all it comes down to. And this was in Los Angeles, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh my gosh. It says that he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and mm. he was on meds. Um and he would just use that as an excuse for his behavior. Ugh. Seeing that's so rough because you and I both know what havoc mental health can wreak on you. And I can't even imagine having schizophrenia and feeling, like, imprisoned by your own mind. But people that just use it as an excuse, it's just so terrible. Yeah, it's pretty rough. They said that um, the whole reason why this happened was because she had... I guess there was Snapchat stories that were pulled Mm -hmm. from Snapchat and basically given out to media. Yeah. She had a relationship with another guy. He got upset about it. He went into the trunk of his car, pulled out that sword, and then literally killed her behind a car and just left her body there like that with her head underneath the car. Again. Disgusting. to handle your fucking emotions. And men, you don't own women. You don't have a claim to them. Mm-mm. If you are broken up, deal with it. And trust me, I Dude. know that shit's not easy. I just went through a gnarly ass one about three years ago right. at this point. Like, Yeah, and it's not easy. It's but not easy. And you do become emotional, someone. but you don't have that right. Exactly. Like, you don't get to mandate when their life ends. No. I'm glad they already have him in custody. Yep, they what do. He's actually going to, he has arraignment on Monday. Good. But if you are experiencing domestic violence, mm-hmm. please, please, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. Or you can go online to thehotline, all one word, dot org. And all calls are toll free. They're available mm-hmm. 24-7 and there's 170 languages. Good. That's amazing. Yeah. Super bummer. But I'm glad that he's caught and we know that that's going to be taken care of. It just sucks for their one-year-old because that's... I know a few people whose parents have been killed by another parent. Yeah. And it's... I can't imagine. Gnarly on them. Right. Because his dad's gone too. You know, Mm -hmm. he may be in prison or a mental institution depending on how he shakes it. But... Yeah. But it should be for the rest of his life. Yeah. Absolutely. God. Yeah. That is terrible. Well, thank you for bringing that to the table because she, justice needs to be served. And I'm glad that it's already being handled in that direction. I just worry with him having schizophrenia, how it's going to shake down. That insanity law, man, that gets you. I know. Holy moly. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm bringing to the table. So, uh, what do you have coming to the table? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, (laughs) this is one I've actually planned on doing for quite some time, but I was kind of waiting to see if there's going to be more updates to it. Um, But it was actually another suggestion from Kelsey, because she had also read my mind on it. It was one that I had planned, and then she had put it on her list. And I was going back through our suggestions, and I was like, I I went through, you know, updates, and I saw that there's not going to be anything else, at least in the near future. So Okay. When Hen decided, so I'm going to be telling the story of Kendrick Johnson. Oh, I feel like I know this. You will as soon as I start talking about Probably it. Probably Spider-Man's yeah. going to be like, whoosh, and yeah. he's going to snap Oh, yeah, he's right going right to poik that real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. He does. <laughs> Spider-Man goes, <"Pweak."> Aww. <laughs> 
You little nephews. So, Kendrick Johnson was a 17-year-old student at Lowndes County High School. I believe it's Lowndes is how you pronounce it. It's L-O-W-N-D-E-S. Lowndes. If I pronounce it wrong, I'm sorry. (laughs) But the school is located in Valdosta, Georgia. So, this whole story starts on January 10th of 2013. Oh, that recent. Yeah, so we're almost, almost a decade, but yeah. On that day, so January 10th, 2013, there's a video from the school surveillance cameras that shows Kendrick going into a gym in the school, and he's walking toward an area where there's a bunch of mats stored. So it's like wrestling mats, cheerleading mats. Yep, exactly. Ding, Courtney ding. Went, ding, ding. ding. As soon there's as also a episode of Bones that they did that's kind of... Really? Uh, in relation to this, yeah. Oh, dang. And those mats are... Big they are. and they're heavy. Yeah, exactly. I remember having to roll those, mm-hmm. and I hated every second of it. Same. Um, this, when surveillance caught him, was a little bit before 1.30 p.m. this day. And that was the last time that Kendrick was seen alive. So it was just a quick blip seeing him going there. Kendrick's mom knew that he was planning on going to a basketball game after school that day, so she wasn't expecting him home right away. But when it passed late evening, she really started to worry. She went to the school, drove around the neighborhood, drove around to, like, spots that he would frequent and just to see if he was just out and didn't, you know, let her know. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, I would imagine he had a cell phone. I'm I'm not 100% sure. Um, But she, you know, when she drove around, she still didn't find him. And when he still didn't arrive home by the next morning, she went ahead and filed a missing persons report. Um, she ended up going to his school to ask them, like, what the hell? Do you know anything? And they just told her, oh, yeah, I didn't go to his third and fourth period classes. He was 17. He was still a minor. Like, if I would have just missed a class and didn't go, they would have called my parents. That's what they all do. Yeah. So... Why did it fail this time? Because yeah. a lot of times it's annoying because you're actually in class and they mm-hmm. don't realize you're in class and then they call your parents <laughs> and then you get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Jerks. So immediately she's like, what in the hell is happening? Um, while she was in the office speaking with the school staff, though, they got an ominous phone call. So the staff did while she was in the office. So Kendrick's body was found the morning of January 11th. Okay. And... This was in what was called the old gym in the school. So the school had an old gym and a new gym. And a lot of schools do. Yeah. And there was, I don't know if just the newer one is used more or if it was just for specific classes. I'm not sure. But there are two gyms. So just something of note. Um, a group of students were in the old gym before classes started that day. And they noticed there was like something white. It looked like it was like coming out of one of the mats or on top of it. And so they went over to try to investigate. What was strange is all of the mats, I guess sometimes some were laying horizontally and the rest were up vertically, but they were all up vertically at this point. So they had to like climb over the mats to -hmm. get to him, which think of all these things as I'm talking about this, these weird things. So they went over to the mat where they saw this white thing and they were able to make out what appeared to be a sock, but then they're looking at the mat and they're like there's a kid in here and they thought it was someone that needed help but they tried to move the mats over themselves but they couldn't they were too heavy yeah those things are big yeah they are they're gigantic and so they called the coach for the school and had him help out and I guess the coach was able to get to the mat turned it over on its side and then they 
I believe at that point they unrolled the mat in Kendrick's oh, body. Oh, they touched so much evidence. I know. Oh, but I, I know they, they probably thought he was still alive. Yeah, like, I think they just thought just... it was a student that needed help. Yeah. Yeah. It just sucks because I'm just like, oh, evidence. Yeah, but oh. I don't even think, if I remember correctly, I don't even know if they completely unrolled it because the smell was already starting of decomposition. Well, and I'm sure you're seeing blood and other things, too, that soak into the bottom of those. Yeah. So, yeah. This, mm-hmm. But I guess when he had turned the mat over, Kendrick's torso and the rest of his upper body was exposed, and his face was distorted from, you know, gravity, essentially. Yeah. And when you pass away, you know, there's... He he couldn't go into rigor mortis, essentially. And everything, your body just excretes fluids Mm -hmm. to be very graphic about it. That's not even as graphic as it could be, but... excretion of fluids. Well, and think of it, too. You don't have a blood system pumping, therefore everything goes to where gravity takes it. So his probably upper half was probably black and blue, very bloated, Mm -hmm. very, Mm -hmm. as you said, distorted, where his lower half probably looked looked normal normal because there was no blood flow or Mm -hmm. any sort of thing to it. Right. Yeah, and even the color of his face was very, very, very dark, Mm -hmm. and the rest of him even looked a little bit pale. Um, So, yeah, just... That's rough. Terrible, because he was upside down in this. Oh, poor baby. <sighs> so, what is very strange, one of the stranger things kind of off the jump, is there are photos of the scene that were taken. And they took um, photos of Kendrick, which makes me think that they didn't unwrap it. I'm sorry, I may be mistaken that they didn't undo the mat, because they took photos of him still in it, like still rolled up. But they had photos, and you could see his feet. So his feet were out. He didn't have shoes on. But there were shoes that looked to just be placed. I remember that. Next okay. to him. Yes. So that's what's strange right off the bat. And then his own shoe was recovered. So it was down at the very bottom of the mat, which would make sense. Their thinking is that he went to go reach in for his shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is strange is there was blood... Pulled underneath the shoe, but there was not blood on the on shoe. On the shoe. Yes. I remember that, too. And he was directly above the shoe. So that doesn't really make sense. It's just weird. I'm looking know. at the pictures now, just so I can, like, understand yeah. what you're saying. And I see... Yeah, it's weird. The shoes are literally just set inside the mat with him. Yeah. It literally looks like someone just placed them in there. Yeah. hmm Weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the, like I had mentioned, the mats were usually, some were kind of laying down horizontally, some were up vertically, but it was discovered that all of the mats had been placed up vertically, which was outside of the norm for it, Um, but they had just been on winter break before Mm -hmm. this, so it's thought that, like, school staff had just put them all up vertically during the break, Um, but that raised questions to people because they had already been back for a couple of days, So they're wondering why it was only like just, you know, Kendrick was just now going in there, but they had a block schedule. So he had alternating class days. Mm -hmm. So he didn't have a gym class until I think like two days after they got back from break. So I don't know. Um, But it was found that, 
students would store their shoes in the gym mat so that wasn't outside of the ordinary and I guess Kendrick and another student shared a pair of shoes during gym so they would just alternate and so it's believed that, that was the first time that he actually needed those shoes after break and the shoes were in there already when the mats were placed up so the assumption was that he's like well shoot I have to get these anyway and so he just crawled over the mats found the one that he needed when and he got stuck and couldn't get back out. Um, but there's one photo that is immediately after he was found yep. where his face is just very discolored and it's bloated. Yeah. But then the really distorted one was after his autopsy. Yep. And that was the first time his parents saw him. That was at the funeral home. So that's what they had to see. And they took that picture and released it to the media. Which one? This bottom one or the top the one? The bottom one. Yeah. That's that was, after? Yeah. So when they do the autopsy, they have to... Oh, they have to get into your cut head. It. Yeah. yeah. And so that's how it ended up. And I believe that a lot of it was because his face was so bloated before they did it that everything kind of sank back down that's when they fair. finished. But yeah, Ooh. his poor parents, that was the first time that they saw their son. That's terrible that yeah. they had to see him that way. I know. Oh. Absolutely terrible. Okay. So another odd point is that the gym that he was in is extremely small. Like, it is tiny. You can see, like, clips of the surveillance video, and literally the frame is one side of the gym to the other, where the mats are. And, but, again, they're like, you see Kendrick going in there, but then you don't see him again. And it's like, in the photos I've seen of it, you can see the whole gym Mm -hmm. in that clip. So, makes me think something's weird. And I also saw, I watched a show a while ago, honestly. It was like a couple years ago at this point. I can't remember which one it was, but they had said that there was claims that there was another part of surveillance footage that was never released. But again, that could just be... Well, I kind of wondered that myself, because if you can see the entire gym, Mm -hmm. you see him walk in there, you should be able to see him climb up on those bleachers. because in the screenshot I saw, you can literally see the door and you can see all of the mats. That's what there. I'm saying. So I yeah. would not be surprised if there's a piece missing because mm-hmm. you should have seen it. Exactly. That's what I think. And it's awfully suspicious. Right. But the fact that this happened in the middle of the day, that he went in the gym and was never seen again, makes it even weirder. Because you would think that if someone got stuck, that they would call for help. But that would also mean that not a single other person went into that gym for the entire rest of the day. Because those kids that were in the gym clocked him in there pretty quickly. And I mean, unless he suffocated very quickly, like within five, ten minutes. I wonder how long you can physically be upside down for without your body shutting down. Well, and it was a combination of asphyxiation and that. So, I don't know. They couldn't really get an exact time of death either. So, I'm not sure, but it just hmm. seems so strange that this happened in the middle of the day and he wasn't found. Very until the strange, next day. and like you said, very strange that nobody was in there. Yeah. I think of my high school and the gyms that we had, and there yeah. were always people in both gyms. Exactly, yeah. And yeah, and it's like if you have one, because my junior high had two gyms, if I remember right, but we would have lunch in one of them and we would always be in there. So, yeah, I don't know. Sus. Yeah, exactly. So, he, there's possibility he didn't call for help. I don't know. But I would think that he would be calling for help once he realized that he was stuck. 
uh, if that's I have what happened. no doubt that he would be calling for help. Right. That's scary. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Getting pinned inside yeah. of a mat like that, yeah. I would be frantic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because if that's what actually happened and he did just, you know, dive in there trying to get a shoe, physics also plays a part in that. You know, if he was able to fit himself in there, it's going to start suctioning in because the opening of those mats is smaller than he is. Yes. And so it would have happened very quickly, but I don't know. There would have had, I just think of it, you know, in the way of physics, and there would have had to have been something forcing him. Like, he would have really had to be going in there trying to get that shoe. Well, and I'm always just curious, too. Like, I get why he would jump in from the top to go to the bottom, but I feel like most people would just knock it over and and grab the shoes out. The problem was, too, I'm pretty sure it was kind of well in the middle of the group of mats. So I don't think he was oh. able, he would have been able to move the other ones over. Gotcha. Is what it seemed like. Gotcha. Bummer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one of the students that found him and saw him when he was unrolled out of the mat, so I think they had stayed around. I think police wanted them to stay around since they're the ones that uh, found him. Better be staying around. Yeah, Someone exactly. needs to be talking. But one student that was there reported seeing a small bruise on Kendrick's jaw. But another student that saw the body said they saw no signs of trauma. So immediately we're getting contradicting reports. If you look at those pictures, there's definitely trauma to his face. That's what I think too. Yeah. So another problem (laughs) is that at this point, Kendrick's family was only notified that he was found. They didn't tell them, tell his family that he had died. So they're like, oh, we found him. That was what they got. And his family immediately felt like something was off and that they weren't getting the whole story and that they never got the whole story. And I don't blame them at all. Uh, I'm pretty sure my face says it all. Yeah, exactly. Something's fucking fishy. Something's not right. Yeah. So months after Kendrick died, the Lowndes County Sheriff's Office ruled his death as an accident. And the case was subsequently closed at that time. (laughs) Which... Already. I'm just like, the fuck? The initial investigation posited that Kendrick accidentally slipped into the center of the gym mat while reaching for a shoe that was stuck, like I mentioned. And the cause of death was ruled as accidental positional asphyxia. So, essentially means that he suffocated because of his position. Well, yeah, and also if you think about it, because your hands go in first, right? So, yeah. Because he's not going to go into this well, hand behind his back. Like he's got to reach was, something. like, tucked up to his chest because the picture of him, like, rolled out of the mat, and I apologize, I should have given a trigger warning. We, I am going to talk about this a little bit. Be very cautious. If you go online and look for these photos, they are readily available. Oh, you because don't have his to parents, look. You literally type yeah, his name in. because his parents want them out there because yeah. they feel like something is wrong. Um, but it had to have had some kind of rigor already because one of his hands is, like, tucked up here and then the other's kind of up this way. So I think he's only reaching with one hand. He was probably using that other hand to try to hold on to the rim if you think about it when you're... It was up to his chest, though. Well, yeah, but if you slide in, your arm's going to slide yeah. with you. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, maybe he slipped, mm-hmm. lost yeah. his grip, and then went in, and that would make sense. But regardless... When you have your even one hand above mm-hmm. your head, it causes your head to be pushed down, which right. then cuts off your airflow, which right. will then cause asphyxiation. Reason as to why the Summerton man, they thought, yeah. you know, he died from asphyxiation too because mm-hmm. his head was leaning forward. And yep. that is like, that's why you're not supposed to let babies fall asleep in their car seat either. Yep. 
that mm-hmm. position of your head being pushed forward yeah. will cause asphyxiation very quick. Yep. But what's weird, too, is, like, his other arm that was up wasn't swollen at all either. Like, his arm that was tucked to his chest looked strange to me, but his other arm didn't, it didn't look like it had an excess of fluid or anything, and it would have still gone if his other arm was up at the top. Yeah. It would have still gone. So it makes me think that, I don't, I don't know. I literally can't even, I can think of, in some sense, how this would possibly happen, but it does not compute in my brain how he would have been positioned. I just can't imagine it. And things happen, they do, but it just, it's off. It's, it's sus. Yeah. Uh, to an extreme. I'm looking yeah, at those pictures of the gym. You can clearly see the mats. Yeah, thousand percent. When he's walking in there. Yeah, exactly. Which, so where's the footage How, yeah, exactly. getting near the mat? Like, are they only, do they only come on when there's motion sense? But even then, they would have seen him. I can't imagine it would have shot off that quickly to where they didn't even see him going and climbing on the mats. Because that's all he was going in there to do, apparently, because he had his gym class either the next period or the last period of the day. So that's why he was going to get the shoes. That's so weird. And I see what you're talking about with his arm. Yeah. But the other one... Like, his bicep looks swollen, but the rest of it looks fine. Yeah. But he was also an athlete. True. So, could just been how his arms looked. But his face is the only thing that really looks out of the ordinary. Right. And I'm, like, looking at his chest, too, because you can see his chest Mm -hmm. and, like... It's super black and blue, but what's yeah. odd to me about it, too, is that looks like the side that the arm was over mm-hmm. has very little bruising, whereas the yeah. other side has a ton. Right. Yeah, so it's just how... I can't wrap my mind around it, how he was in there. And it's crazy because it's like liver mortis set in, but usually that happens like when blood pulls at like the bottom, the bottom of your body of your or body. something, yeah. but... I mean, it looks like it can happen in your head, too. But it's just... I don't know. And I feel like it was too easy for them to find an answer to this. Oh, it was such a fast answer. Clearly, they didn't do a lot of work, in my opinion. But what do I know? Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. But, I mean, obviously, his family and even members of the community are like, this isn't right. Like, it's not sitting well with them. They feel like... There's something off. And Kendrick's family feels like he was killed. That's I what they believe. I would agree. I mean, it seems mm-hmm. very odd. Yeah. That one, you. I just looked at the pictures again and watched the video just out of sheer curiosity because mm-hmm. it's not very long. You literally see him walk in the gym and then it goes blank. Like, then yeah. it's just like empty space. So, mm-hmm. but you can still see the mats. Yep. Yep. Don't fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with I you. I call sus. Same. So, in October of 2013, so January 2013 is when he passed away. Now October. we're in October of 2013. Okay. The Justice Department, so this is federal now, launched a federal investigation into Johnson's death. So, makes you think, okay. So the feds are getting involved? Yeah. Hmm. Also, why I'm like, okay, Federal investigators are getting involved. That means that there is some question lingering in the air, in my opinion. As there should be. Yeah. During this investigation, there were two students and one other individual that were 
whooped out. So students and individuals. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure what they mean by the individual. If it's just a random person in the community, if, if it's, it's a, a teacher. teacher. Yeah, because I've heard speculation of both, and I'm not gonna spout that off because the rumors that I've heard are just rumors, and I'm not gonna sit here yeah, and try we're to mudsling people. Add it. Yeah, but just putting that out there. Okay. There's a lot of speculation that you can find online. Okay. <laughs> So, during this investigation, it was reported that the initial opening of the mat would have been about 14 inches in diameter, but Kendrick's shoulders were around 19 inches in diameter. So, this led people to believe that Kendrick was rolled into the mat. I thought about this for a long time, and the only... What would make more sense to me is if this mat was, like, on the outside of the group... Because it would give kind of more wiggle room, you know what I mean? For him to squeeze in there, and it would expand. But, from what I understand, this mat was in the middle of the group. There is no way no, let's look that he would move. Exactly, because he's got probably a dozen other mats around this one. There's no way. Unless it was just not rolled up tightly. I... Sorry, you just like... I got a light bulb listening to you talk you about this. Is it a deja vu moment? No, it's like a, that makes sense. But if you have somebody who's not alive and you're trying to shove them into this mat where their shoulders clearly won't fit, mm-hmm. and you're putting hands in first, that would make sense why one of his hands would get caught and stuck up on his chest. Like You're picking up what I'm putting down without you, putting you it throw, down yet. You're throwing it yep. down, and it just yep. like clicked in my brain, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh-huh. Oh, shit. See? Like, that's the quickest way for that position to be handled or to be made. Because it doesn't seem right. No. Dude, you just, like, lit my brain up on fire with that. And I was like, <gasps> See? This is why all of these spectrums, all of the sides. <laughs> this is why you and I are so good together. Because yes. you lead it up and then my brain goes, <laughs> We both do that, though. <laughs> but this is why I took, this is all from, like, six different sources. I love it. So you did some I great research with this one. I love it. This case is one that gnaws at my brain. <laughs> you guys don't know what that is? That is us doing Harry Potter when he talks about the spiders. Yeah, when Daniel Radcliffe wow, was talking about the pincers. He's like, but they got pincers. <laughs> I love it so much. It's my favorite. Anyway. <laughs> so, like I said, this automatically is leading people to be like the fuck yeah and they think that he was rolled into this mat i don't think he was but that's just me i don't know what to think and we'll after i present everything we'll kind of get our theories after this because i feel like my theories change all the time but no matter what something's wrong and i believe that no matter oh i'm with you 100 yeah yeah So, during this investigation, too, it seemed like prosecutors were determined to charge the two students that they were investigating. But the current sheriff of the county, Ashley Polk, who's a boy, it's a boy Ashley, not a girl Ashley, he said that upon reviewing emails of this investigation, it appeared that that was, quote, a witch hunt, end quote. However, and it appeared as if prosecutors were feeling pressure to get results in the case. That was his idea of it. And I mean, how many times have we seen that happen in oh, yeah. cases that we've already all the time. discussed? But on the flip side of that, because I am trying to show all sides of this case, 
Michael J. Moore, who was the former U.S. attorney for the Middle District of Georgia, said that during the 2013 review he conducted of the investigation, there was never any pressure to find results one way or another. He said, quote, the only instruction that we got was to look at the evidence and follow where it leads you. Anytime you have the inexplicable death of a young man and there are conflicting reports out there, it is the job of law enforcement to look into these things, end quote. Interestingly enough, though, the Middle District of Georgia at this point has completely washed their hands of the investigation. They're like, we did our job and they refused to comment on it. Sus. Yeah. Cute. I've been using that word a lot today, but no, that's I how I feel. I, it, honestly, it's like the only thing that fits. So, in 2016, this investigation was closed by the Justice Department. In 2016? Yeah. Okay. So, they had started it late 2013, kind of after the county did their initial thing, and then they ended up closing this in 2016. So, they investigated for a long time. Quite a while. To almost be fair. two and a half years. Yeah. Three. So they closed the case at this point, stating that, quote, there is insufficient evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that someone or some group of people willfully violated Kendrick Johnson's civil rights or committed any other prosecutable federal crime, end quote. Okay. So they're just saying there's no... There's nothing that we found exactly. to give us credit to yeah. do anything with. So they can't find anything to justify arresting someone mm-hmm. or to prove that this was a murder. Or at least negligence in Mm -hmm. some sense. So the federal investigators said that in order to bring a case to trial, they would have to see two things. They said that one being that Kendrick had been killed. And the second being that if he was killed, the killing had been motivated by racial motives. Because that was, there were a lot of people in the county and in the community that felt like it was similar to lynchings. That have happened in history. And I can't say I disagree. Mm-mm. At all. So, and just to kind of put it all into perspective, this is in Georgia. This is in Valdosta, Georgia. Yeah, it's a very racially split area yeah. of our country. Georgia in general is. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But just keep that in mind. Again, not saying one thing or another, just... Putting it all out there. So, Kendrick's family still feeling like shit's not right. And I agree agree. with them. Thousand percent. They hired a pathologist, Dr. William R. Anderson, to conduct a secondary private autopsy. I love these parents that are coming in with second autopsies. Seriously. They are on it. They hired dr william r anderson to conduct the secondary private autopsy so just a reminder the initial one that the state conducted said that he died from positional, positional asphyxiation. asphyxiation yeah so this pathology report determined that the death was quote unexplained apparent non-accidental blunt force trauma to the right neck involving the right mandible end quote so now we're getting into blunt force trauma and right That's mandible. That's a pretty critical remember, area. Exactly. And remember that one of the students said that they thought they saw a, a bruise. bruise on his jaw. Look, even looking at his bone. autopsy photo, you can tell yeah. that there's clearly some sort of bruising. Yeah. I mean, his whole post-mortem bruising. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is like... Yep. Yes. Is it post-mortem? Well... It, you can have post-mortem bruising, but that's going to happen quickly. Prior, prior to... Anti-mortem. Anti- thank you. I was yeah. like, that's not the right word. Yeah. 
anti-mortem. Yeah, because post-mortem is after you die. Yeah. Yeah. Because in order to keep a bruise like that, you have to have blood flow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, again, <laughs> just so many questions. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, if this autopsy is showing that there's clearly blunt force mm-hmm. trauma, clearly damage to his jawbone yeah. and his neck, in yep. case people want the dumber down version of it. Yeah. Um, and there's a major artery that goes through there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a critical spot to have yeah. a bruise that's showing yes. up on this autopsy. But somehow the first one didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And so jumping ahead a little bit, I'm going to go backwards again, but this is still referring to the pathologist that they hired right. privately. In September of 2018, Kendrick's body was exhumed for a second time. And Dr. Anderson added an addendum to his initial report to include, quote, blunt force trauma, right thorax, end quote. So, so right side right again. Right side of his body, yeah. Yeah. But it's his thorax, so it's lower down, but mm-hmm. still. Yeah, but still. It's like all of that spot where you see all this And I told you that I saw mm-hmm. that one side of his body mm-hmm. had way more bruising on it than the and other. And that's his right side. Yeah. yeah. And... I think it's easy to just dismiss it and say, well, all of his blood pooled to the upper extremities of his body, which, yeah, it did, but you can't ignore other things if they're there, you know? Well, and regardless of the blood going to the top of his body, he had bruising prior to dying. Therefore, that bruise is there permanently. Mm -hmm. The bruising you see around it is going to be a different color. Yep. And you do see that on his picture. He Mm -hmm. has two different specific toning colors of bruising on his body. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. agree with these yep. addendums and the second autopsy. Yep. Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast? Try out Anchor. We use Anchor to post our episodes and it offers so many amazing benefits. First of all, it's completely free to use. Yes, I said free. It also helps you so you can upload your episodes straight from your app or your dashboard, which makes it super convenient and a one-stop shop. Anchor is a Spotify program, so that means your show will post to Spotify automatically. You also have the option to post to any other platform through the RSS feed. This gives you full range of all the podcast platforms to get your show out there. The best part is that Anchor gives you all of the analytics directly linked to their platform, so you can post edit, and track your show's progress all in one place. Try Anchor today for free at anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. So there was a, a, in terms of the state, the Armed Forces Medical Examiner conducted the final autopsy that the state did. So this is excluded from the private ones that the Johnsons had ordered. Um, But... They determined positional asphyxia as the cause of death in August 2014. So, again, the same thing. But then in 2016, they amended the autopsy to say that the cause and manner of death were undetermined. Which I feel like that's You're always the You're just trying to cover out. up your exactly. tracks that you fucked mm-hmm. up. Yep. They said, quote, This change is attributed to the fact that additional materials were submitted for evaluation by the United States Department of Justice. So, this is after the Justice Department's investigation. The most significant item that was added appears to be a report from the South Georgia Medical Center Mobile Healthcare Report that states they saw a bruise on the right side of the jaw. End quote. 
But that's important because this is the first time that this private doctor that the Johnsons hired and the state are agreeing on something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, still important. This case (laughs) drives me nuts, man. So... In 2019, the Lowndes County Sheriff, Ashley Polk, so he is the current sheriff. He wasn't the sheriff at the time. So he had been sheriff for a portion of time, then he retired, and then he decided to run again. So I believe he was sheriff for some time before Kendrick died, um, or in 2016. I found conflicting reports of it. Okay. But either way, he was not in office when this happened, so that's important to note. But in 2019, he decided to re-examine the case. And this was actually brought upon because he re- he had received a lot of, not scrutiny, but just kind of suggestions, especially from the African-American community, saying, like, this needs to be looked into. Like, they felt like, again, like I said, like, there was aspects of a lynching to it. And so he had kind of some push to look back into this. Um But there was a lot of hope that kind of this new set of eyes could shed some new light onto it that wasn't there. Well, anytime a new set of eyes gets on it, you're always going to hope for something. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, bones. Snack, crack, pop. I don't think I have an episode yet where I don't do it. (laughs) But yeah, there's never a bad thing with someone else looking into it. So he had requested the evidence that was gathered by the Justice Department. And they initially declined his request. I already gave mm-hmm. you a look yep. before you, you even finished that you sentence. You knew. Yep. God. Boulder, anybody? Uh-huh. But in November of 2020, after federal investigators visited with the Johnson family, they decided to hand over their investigation to the Sheriff's Department. I bet you they handed it over, but I bet you mm-hmm. didn't, they didn't handle everything over. Yeah. Much to their chagrin. And yeah, I don't know. There is a ton of shit, though. There is a ton of stuff, so I don't know. I don't doubt it, but I'm sure they kept the important stuff. Yeah. But included in this evidence was grand jury testimony from 58 people. 58 people! Results from an additional autopsy conducted by federal authorities, which I believe was the one in 2014. 2014. And additional digital evidence. So I'm assuming more... Photos of camera, the scene. Yeah, more camera evidence, more photo evidence, all that. Sheriff Polk said that he spent 15 months... Pouring over the evidence and reading every page of material. I don't doubt it. He sounds like he's on a mission. Yeah. However, he also found that the files didn't show any criminal action. Which sucks because that's what the investigation provided. And he can't find something that's not there. Right. He can't use circumstantial anything in this case. He has to have full-blown evidence. And it sounds like there is jackedly shit even in the way of circumstantial evidence. Yeah. That's what's hard. Again, I want to know where this missing footage is because I I know know there's missing footage. I I agree. I feel the same way. And Kendrick's parents are still unconvinced. I don't blame them at all. And Kenneth, who is Kendrick's father, he said, quote, We have not had faith in Lowndes County. We knew what the outcome would be from the very beginning. You can't do an investigation with the same investigators who covered it up. They're not going to uncover something that they covered up. End quote. I he's don't disagree with him. Right. I yep. think he's completely right. I mm-hmm. mean, truthfully, it's the same problem we have with Jean Benet. Like, yeah, yeah. Agreed. When you have these police departments that are a team mm-hmm. that refuse to take their pride and be like, you know what, we kind of messed up. Yeah, exactly. 
people will be way more forgiving if you come out and admit that you messed up versus Mm -hmm. if you just sit here and continually hold back evidence or, you know, not really doing a thorough investigation. Yeah, Yeah, it's like that whole, like, holier-than-thou thing. It's like, we are above it all. Yeah, that's kind of, Mm -hmm. I get the same vibe as Boulder here. Yeah, exactly. I'm feeling it. Yep. So, Sheriff Polk released a statement saying, quote, I am quite sure that there will still be a contingent that will believe there was foul play. I encourage everyone to study all the evidence in this file before forming an opinion, end quote. So. Granted, I don't have all the evidence in front of me to yeah. look at, but I'm going based off of the evidence I'm given, mm-hmm. and I call this is suspect. Yep. Yep. So, Polk also addressed the speculation that there were two students that been, that may have been involved. So, like I said, there were two students that were investigated. So, there was a student that allegedly left the school about an hour before Johnson was last seen alive. But before he died, Kendrick had gotten into an altercation with the student's brother. So, that's kind of why people are bringing them about. It's people trying to explore all options, you know? Just anything. Well, and you get in a fight before you die, like... That's going to yeah. be questionable. I don't care exactly. who you are. You could be at a nightclub. You could be in a high school. Yep. You could be on a football field. Yeah, like. exactly. But the brothers have denied any involvement with it, and they haven't been charged with anything, obviously. The FBI analyzed surveillance videos from the school, and they actually determined that the brothers were in different parts of the school when Kendrick, when Kendrick went into the gym. All right, that's fair. But yeah. again, we're still missing footage in case yeah, you guys exactly. don't know. Mm-hmm. There were also reports that Kendrick was missing organs. I had uh-huh. remember hearing about that. Uh-huh. Particularly the viscera. So that refers to the visceral organs of the body. So like your lungs, your heart, your digestive organs. That's typically what your visceral organs are. Sheriff Polk said that the visceral organs were in the body when it was taken to the GBI for the initial autopsy. He said that, quote, the only plausible explanation would be that the viscera were disposed of by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation because of their advanced decomposition. The fucking GBI. I never heard of that and it's the gbi yeah it seriously the gbi we all know this from up and vanish they are absolutely useless Mm -hmm. when it comes to investigating i would not even be surprised if they just chucked those organs and didn't look twice never heard of that and i thought that this was going to be rumor for sure i was like that has to be just some like lore nope it's true it's a true they were fucking missing from his body and i've never heard of them just being disposed of unless there was, like, some kind of disease or something. But even then, like, do we have any autopsy texts that listen or people that know? Like, is this a thing? Yeah. If, well, actually, uh, Stories to the Mortuary, she's in school for it. Ooh, nice. I can ping her and yeah. ask her about it. Yeah, I forgot that she was. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. We should ask her. I'm going to ask her. Because that's wild to me. I feel like it, I know that they take them out and weigh them, and that's yeah, part of their I know process. That. And then I know and they, they will do examine take them too. Pieces of them mm-hmm. and send them to. Starts with a P. What is it? Pathology. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Pathology. But mm-hmm. I don't remember ever hearing that they completely destroy the entire organ. I don't right. remember if they put them back in though. I've always heard Either. that they do, unless they're like being donated. Ooh, that's a good question. Or something else, I but I don't know. Because I know for bones they use PVC pipe. But also, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I don't know why actually... I giggled like that, but it's just awkward, I guess. What? I'm just trying to think if I've heard of this being a thing otherwise. But, like, it's just so interesting that it was those particular organs. Which I get it because those would have had 
the most decomposition because of asphyxiation. Right. But it's just... You know what? I'm going to look this up. Okay. I'm going to keep talking while you do that. Okay. Because I still got a good little chunk. There were seven different students in the school who testified that they would store their shoes and other personal items in the mats at the gym. So, like I had mentioned before. So, that was validated. A student testified that they would go down into the mats to get their items when they needed them. And... Like I had mentioned before, there was the other student that had shared the pair of sneakers with Johnson for their gym classes. Um, And he said that in the past, they would get them out by tipping the mat. But like I said, in this case, you couldn't tip the mat over because they had all been put up. So the mat that the shoes was in, he wouldn't have been able to get to it and tip it over like the others because he would have had to tip over many others. And it just would have been too hard to do. Fair enough. Just an FYI. Uh They say that following the examination, the organs are either returned to the body minus the pieces preserved for future work or evidence Mm -hmm. for the pathology or cremated. But it says in accordance with the law and family wishes. See, and that's my thing is because I do know that it can happen. Like I know that. And I've heard of like bodies having to be like stuffed with things so they don't look like hollow or something yeah. if they do have to leave the organs out. But I've just never heard of them just being thrown away willy-nilly because they were decomposed. Well, like, and then the only no thing I can think decomposed. of is that it would be the law. Right. But I don't know what the law is. And it's the GBI, so mm-hmm. I have zero and faith. I don't think that they even got wind of this until the Johnsons ordered their private pathology. Which sucks because then they couldn't even run a second set of pathology... On those organs. Yep. Yep. Rude. Yep. 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 Because, yep. yeah, there's a different way that your body shuts down mm-hmm. if it's because of trauma or because of asphyxiation. And sure, it could be argued that asphyxiation is trauma. It is. However, there's different ways. There's different ways, and that stuff needs to be looked at. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. As of February 2022. Oh, So that's why I waited to do this one, because I was like, there were just updates, and I was really hoping there would be more, but there wasn't. Sheriff Polk said that he is offering $500,000 of his own money to anyone who has information that can lead to an arrest or conviction in the death of Kendrick Johnson. This was after Polk finished his own investigation, like I had mentioned, and confirmed that there was no probable cause to arrest anyone for the case. Which I was like, when I first read that, I was like, okay, okay. But I feel like it's a little bit of goading. The the initiative by Sheriff Polk was actually launched after Kendrick's family continued to say that they believed their son was murdered and they accused Polk of being a liar. And he said, quote, because of these statements, I am personally, with my own funds, offering a reward of one half million dollars to anyone who comes forward with information that results in the arrest and conviction of a person for the alleged murder of Kendrick Johnson at Lowndes High School. End quote. And he said that the reward was one last effort to get any information the sheriff's office may not be aware of. And he said, quote, I don't really feel like there's anybody out there with knowledge. And from what I've seen, I studied all the camera angles and everything else. It was a tragic accident. But if somebody comes in with a different view, we're going to listen to them certainly. End quote. <sighs> I hate it because I feel like it's just like he knows he's not gonna have to pay that. He he knows he's not. 
And mm-hmm. the this fact is that he's like be really shallow of me too. But how does a sheriff have half? A that's what dollars? I said too. Like I'm not <laughs> trying to sound like a dickhead, but like th- I thought the exact same thing. Dude. They don't make a salary that big, at least not to I my know, knowledge. In Valdosta, I don't know, but hmm. no, that's literally what I thought too. But I think that he's just sitting here like, yeah, someone can come up with something. I don't know. My brain immediately went to maybe he does think something is sus and that's why he's doing it. I think that Without coming out and saying it. Yeah, I think that he's not trying to eliminate anything. Right. But I also feel like he was being political about this. I would agree, yes. Yeah. And it sucks. Oh, gosh. Because I don't really know This is why I hate that these figures are put into office via votes, but Mm -hmm. that's just me. Yeah, I agree. But Sheriff Polk maintained that it was a weird accident, but he also stated that he plans to make all evidence in the case, aside from the grand jury minutes, available to the public. All of it. All of it. Uh, rephrase that. All that he was given. Well, yeah, that too. But he released a 16-page document regarding, like, a synopsis of his findings of the case. I haven't read all of it yet, but I will post it in the show notes, and I do plan on reading it. But... Yeah, I think he's also trying to... Because he didn't do anything wrong. It's not like he was initiating the investigation, but I think he's just trying to, like, put to rest what he can, you know? Like, Well, I think he's just trying to give the people what they're asking for, right? So many people are asking to see this evidence Mm -hmm. because they don't agree with it. Yep. The fact that he's willing to put it out there, I give him props for that. I think that's great. Yep. Um, But... Like I said, I don't even know if you have all the evidence, dude. I really yeah. don't think the GBI handed over everything that they should have. Yeah, because um, they took almost three years to investigate right. this Justice Department team. And the fact that it took him 15 months to go yeah. through the evidence. Right. And that's it. And that's like, why he's also doing his job normally. So it's right. not like he's just there all day or day looking at it. this yeah. stuff. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still, I think GBI is holding, I, GBI, I, if you're from Georgia, I'm sorry that I'm, I'm sorry hold, the GBI sucks. Yeah, I just, I'll dog <laughs> on the GBI all day. I, I mean, Payton Lindsay will even come out and say, who lives in Georgia, yeah. in Atlanta, he will straight up say, like, do not go missing and do not die in Georgia because yeah. they will not do shit. Yeah. Well, and I've heard other things about the GBI, even outside of Up and Vanished. True. I have too, in a few other podcasts. Yeah. And it's not been great. No. But... Regardless of Sheriff Polk's final ruling, Kendrick's family will always believe there's been a cover-up regarding his death. And they will always believe... Until they have evidence to prove otherwise, and I don't blame them. Yep, exactly. And I can't say I disagree with it. I don't know what to think. I've had... What to think? (laughs) I said what? I just over-enunciated the T. Oh, it sounded like an S. What to think? I heard what to think. Because I have a baby lisp. And I was like, oh... (laughs) but I feel like my mind has changed it's never changed that I feel like something shady is going on but what exactly happened I feel like my opinion has changed so many times because I can't make sense of this at all it just does not make sense and the fact that they're like oh you just you know reach into the mat and like yeah sure that's a clean way to say like oh this is what happened but there are so many things that do not make sense at all and I don't just take this like putting it in a neat little bow I feel like the school and staff are covering it up because they don't want to get sued because yep. they don't have the money to provide that mm-hmm. lawsuit. Yeah. Because he died on their time, exactly. on their hands. 
Right. I know there's a piece of that footage missing. I agree. And I can't help but wonder, so say if there was some accident that happened. Yeah, Say if he did, you know, get stuck or something, but if they're trying to say there's negligence on the school's part and someone decided to be stupid and try to cover it up and then they just kept going with it, I don't know, but I just cannot... In good conscience, say, yes, this makes sense, how he died. Oh, absolutely It does not, not make sense. No. no. Sure, in theory, if you look at it on a surface level and you just take what they're telling you and be like, okay, sure, that makes sense. No. Look deeper, friends. We don't have to just take the answers we're given. No. We don't have to take those. No. We have our own brains for a reason. Think about it. Look at all the evidence here. And it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. I think that when they got that call for when the mom was in the office mm-hmm. from the teacher, basically being like, uh, we have a dead body. Right. I bet you they looked at the footage. I mm-hmm. bet you they saw what happened. Mm-hmm. Even if he did innocently go, innocently go yep. into it. Because why the fuck can't you see him going into that mat? You can't. It's literally, the, it's right. almost like you can't see that it's been edited, mm-hmm. but it's like he's there and then he's gone. Exactly. The mats are right there in that footage it's not like they're off frame no you can they see are them. right there yeah it's right near unless there were other ones that we couldn't see but from everything that i've read that was literally the only spot i literally just looked in. at it i just watched the video you can see that yeah. that's very i'm just clearly. saying there's like another side oh, of the gym gotcha. but i have not read a single thing or heard a single thing and i have absorbed a lot I of bet this you case have. and i have not seen a single thing that says that mm-hmm. there were mats anywhere else in that gym and the fact that the kids that were in there that morning saw it quickly very, Very quickly. quickly. You would have seen that sock on that yeah. on that foot. Because his feet were hanging out. Yeah. But that also I don't know. I don't know how much he weighed. Maybe if there was that too, the physics of it would make more sense in my brain, but I just don't I don't know. Like, I feel like the only way it would make sense is that if he got stuck about halfway in and then gravity and all of his like blood and bodily fluids starting to pull just kept pushing him down farther but even then the fact that it was in the middle of the bunch of mats if well, it was he's got a 19 inch shoulder span yeah like circumference of 14 his inch pole mm-hmm. yeah that just to me sounds like someone shoved him down it yeah when he wasn't alive exactly yeah and his dad had also done like a news interview and tried to show like how he's like, I, there's no way that he could fit in here on his own because him and Kendrick were about the same size and, like, his dad didn't even come close to fitting in there. But the mat could have been rolled less tightly. However, if it was in the middle, that's the thing. That's what I keep coming back to is the fact that the mat was in pretty much the middle of the chunk of them. That's what I keep coming back to. And these, for those that don't know what kind of mats we're talking about, these are like the wrestling mats. Yeah. Like that, the ones that get put out on the gym floor. Yeah, and they're huge. Mm-hmm. And then they're also very Freaking thick. Heavy. And yeah. they're made of like a, almost like a memory foam. Mm-hmm. But then they have this rubber topping on the top so yeah, that like they don't soak in. Yeah, so that they don't suck in blood or anything that happens. Sweat. Any of that stuff, you don't want that gross. in there. They're gross to clean, may I add. Yeah, and they um, smell. And they smell terrible. <laughs> Ugh. But they are big. They mm-hmm. are heavy. I, I don't even know if you can knock that thing over by yourself. Yeah. Like, if you had 
if you can kind of like rock it and pull it back maybe because they didn't look it. super tall they're like not they, yeah they were and the mat was pretty much his height and yeah i don't <laughs> i just yeah i definitely I call know, i call suspicious yeah suspicion whatever you want to use on mm-hmm. that and I think that there's a cover-up, and I personally think the cover-up's in the school. I don't yeah. think it's in the, I don't think it's in the police force. Yeah, I think it started with the school, and I don't know if the police force knows about it. I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> but I don't know. But yeah, something isn't right, regardless. Yeah, I think. The so what's your covering. what's your overall theory? I know that you think something's suspicious, but what do you think happened? My personal opinion is I think that. And I'm not going to say, like, people, but I think somebody had a beef with him. Whether it was the brothers, whether it was the kid he was sharing the shoes with. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think they saw him go in there. I think they followed him in there. Mm -hmm. I think they saw that he was trying to reach those shoes. Yeah. And I think they were like, oh, let me help. Right. When in reality, he got in there and was like, oh, I can't get out. And they just shoved him in there thinking, like, Mm -hmm. when you're a kid, you don't think about... Somebody being in that position and them dying from it, you right. think of like, oh, they'll just sit there, someone will find them eventually and take yeah. them out, right? Yeah. I got stuck in a dumpster when I was a kid <laughs> and I was in there for two class periods. Because <laughs> I couldn't get out. And why were you in there? Because these older kids thought they were being funny and they thought that I could climb out, but they didn't realize the oh, trash assholes. had just been picked up. And there was no trash in there for me to climb on, so I couldn't reach the top because oh, no. I was too little. They just left you? What assholes. They have apologized for it since. Well, but... that's good. I hope they have dicks. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. But that's my opinion. I think yeah. the kid saw an opportunity, shoved him down there. I think the mm-hmm. school then went back, looked at the tapes, and was yeah. like, oh, shit, this kid did this. Right. We're going to get in trouble for negligence because we weren't watching them. Mm-hmm. And so they yeah. took that piece out. So I think it's a, t- I think it's, it's a teamwork cover up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like the GBI has more information that they didn't release. Yep. I think there's a, it's a triple th- threat in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I just go back to the fact that it looks like there's surveillance footage missing. The fact that it looks like the pair, the pair of shoes, which it's my understanding that the pair of shoes that were next to him were the pair of shoes that he was actually wearing that day. Mm-hmm. And the other shoe that was in... <clears throat> sorry, my throat's getting all dry. The other shoe that was, like, the one that they presumed he was reaching for was one of the shoes that he shared yep. with the other kid. Um, but the fact that those shoes just looked to have been placed in there, even if he had, like, kicked his shoes off or something, that's a theory that, you know, when you're panicking or something... Um, that he just started, like, kicking off his shoes or something. But even then, that wouldn't have made sense. Because I would think that one of the shoes would have gone outside of the mat because of what a tight space he was in. They wouldn't have just both landed neatly next to his leg. I would say I would agree with that to the extent of it landing neatly. The only thing I think of is when you... I don't know if you've, you've probably done this, but if you, like, put your foot on a wall or something and you're trying mm-hmm. to kick off of it and your foot slides out... yeah. Sometimes it'll flip off, but a lot of times it'll actually come back at you. Yeah. So, that yeah. like, I almost wonder if he was, like, trying to push up off the mat with his yeah. feet. And then his, like, shoe slipped off his foot. Because let's mm-hmm. be real, what kid ties their shoes? Oh, yeah. Truthfully. Yeah, exactly. I sure shit didn't. Maybe yeah. he flipped them off that way. Maybe mm-hmm. he didn't. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, that and then with the blood being down but not on his shoe, that makes 
none since because of blood came out of him post-mortem, which that happens. Everything's literally flowing to the top. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. But his shoe, as far as I understand, it was above his head, so there would have been blood on the shoe. It was like the blood was first, shoe was after. That doesn't make sense. If the mat was already upright, that's what I can't get my head around. So that, and then the jaw bruise, the bruising on his thorax, like, it's just, and the fact that blunt force trauma was designated with the private autopsy, but then even the federal investigators changed it to undetermined. I just... Something isn't right. And I mean, if you look in this picture, so Crime Junkie, I'm actually on. That's yeah, that's actually one of where it, I got because they a have lot some of, of the from. best photos, honestly. And Kendrick's family actually gave them those photos and gave them permission to share them. Oh, that's the awesome! Yeah. I love it. Crime Junkie is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they will be in my sources too because they were a big source for me. Oh, so. I bet. Yeah, but even looking at this picture, so they've got like the gray hoodie mm-hmm. outline. So this is clearly after he's been found. Yeah. Look at those mats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's mats on the floor. I'm almost wondering. They moved them afterwards, though. Right. But I'm almost wondering if, like, one was on the floor and then he crawled into it and got tipped as well. Yeah, that's a possibility. The kids all said, though, the kids that found him said that all the mats were vertical when they found him. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it wasn't all vertical. Yeah. And somebody was being a dick and Mm -hmm. thought it was funny because you're a school kid who doesn't think that this stuff can kill people. But that would have also taken more than one person. There's no Well, that's what I'm saying. There had to be two people. No matter what, honestly, in my opinion. Like three people, maybe. Oh, those masks. I used to pick those up with the cheerleaders. And also, like, he was a tall kid and he was like 5'9", I think, 5'9 or 5'11". And he was an athlete, so adding on the weight of a human with that, too, I don't know. But we used to be able to do two cheerleaders per mat, and they were about that big. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, even the kid that they shared the shoes together, he said, like, they would put their shoes in there and they would get them back out by tipping the mat over. But Which, again, completely doesn't make sense to me that they think that he crawled into it by choice. I know. If, like, this kid specifically came out and said, yeah, we do it all the time, but we always tipped him. Yeah. Like, yeah. why yeah, would they're he like, oh, well, this time he couldn't him. tip it because they were all put up, but he was determined to get them. That's their answer. Like, that doesn't make any he sense. He still tried. He clearly can tip one, tip another. It may take him a little longer, but I don't think he would be that kid to... My argument, though, and it's not necessarily an argument, I just think he was, he was in a hurry because his other class was about to start, so I think he went quickly because he was in a hurry on the surveillance footage like you can see him going like sprinting over there so that's the only reason that I don't think that he would have done that because he didn't have time Hmm. I don't know yeah I definitely call suspicious though yeah absolutely and his family is not taking it I don't they're determined I just I give them so much credit because I would be so exhausted, but when it's your child, I can't even imagine. And when you just know in your gut that something is wrong, I would never let it go Mm-mm. at all. And there are so many people that agree with them. So many people. And it seems like the only people that don't 
are the people that can make the calls. And I get it. You can't arrest someone if you don't have probable cause. I understand that. But, like, come out and say you suspect this person. Right, exactly. There's got to be something. You can at least light a fire under people that are being shady. There's something else that happened. Even if he did accidentally die in there, still... Somebody's to me, covering the it up. Done fucked up. I think either the way, covering it up for sure. Yeah. I think that's one of the keys. I think they fucked up either way because yeah. at the end of the day, even if by some miracle of physics and gravity, <laughs> this did happen the way they said it, the fact that this happened around one thirty in the afternoon, and he wasn't found until the next morning, and there are surveillance footage of that gym, negligence. Oh, absolutely, all around. I feel like it's like. Kanika Jenkins. All over again. Yeah. Negligent. Because again, hers also doesn't fucking make sense. No, Diane the Knot did a really good episode KJ. on it. Whoa. They both I know KJ they're both KJs. I noticed that too. But I didn't say anything. Weird. I just noticed it. Yeah. Very <sighs> suspicious death, and yeah. I think the circumstances around it are suspicious, and I think the school had something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. But let us know what you all think. I really am curious to get other points of view from it. Courtney and I tend to think very similarly <laughs> on things like this, so I am curious to know other people's thoughts. And if you do feel like, yeah, that explanation makes sense to you, why does it make sense to you? Yeah, I'm like, curious. Like, only because of surface level, or, like, are you looking at all of the stuff? Because that's what I'm asking you all to do. Even what Sheriff Block said, look at all of the evidence before you form an opinion, and I'll, like I said, I'll link the synopsis of the investigation that he put, as well as all of my other sources, too. But I implore you, if you think that it made sense the way that they said that he died, but you haven't looked at other stuff, read about it. Look at it. Mm-hmm. Look at the photos. Use caution, of course, when you're looking at the photos, because they are readily available photos of his body. Yes. But... It's important in this case, oh, and yeah. it doesn't sit right with me. No, it doesn't sit right with me either. I would love to hear from other people. Mm-hmm. Even if you're other podcasts, hit us up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I hate to say, and I don't want to be, you know, a negative Nancy, but I don't feel like anything's going to change with this case. I really don't. Not unless something big comes forward. Yeah, but unless the they chances can actually of that are slim prove negligence on the school's part or prove that someone killed him yeah it sucks yeah and it's very tough and i don't i still think we're missing footage but that's Uh just me yeah especially of that camera that gym because what school has just i mean i don't know maybe they do but i just feel like a school wouldn't have motion only sensor cameras we did but only in our we called it our eagle's nest it was like our like common area yeah that makes sense like where like lockers are or something like but classrooms well in the gym in general you don't want people fucking with your shit so your gym cameras are usually on 24 7 365 like that's what's weird they don't shut off Mm -hmm. or they're just gonna be like oh the footage was lost oh convenient well nobody said that though (sighs) I know, but I wouldn't be surprised if they started to, like, really dive in. Because it seems like, even in all of this stuff, they never really looked at the school that closely. They're like, oh, here, we're looking at these students and one other person. That's what we're looking at. And I also want to know what the fuck the Justice Department did for almost three years. 
<laughs> That's why I'm going to read the synopsis. Because, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. I'll and probably I, start reading yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like they burned low and slow with their investigation and said, like, oh, look how long we investigated. We really yeah, tried. We really tried, guys. We really we were trying to do our due diligence. And you all know, we give credit where credit is due. We bash where people need to be bashed. This is <laughs> an instance that we feel like poopy. Poopy McStinkerson. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's nicer than what I wanted to say. That's fair. Yeah. We're getting better. Well, and I don't want to, like, bash the feds. They're listening. Uh, Always. yeah. Each one of us has our own fed. Anyway, sorry. Off no, track we need again. to wrap this up so I can turn the air filter back on. That's the wrong guy. Like, it's like, <laughs> I can't breathe. Anyway. Oh. That's the case of Kendrick Johnson. Please read up on this. Look at evidence photos. We have two cases now that really need to be reopened. Yes. This one and Kanika Jenkins both. Absolutely. Both do. So, yeah, his parents are not resting. And, and I don't blame them. No. And I just hope they get answers in any form because they keep getting the same answers even though their own private pathologist is like, uh, no, blunt force trauma, you know, mandible trauma, thorax trauma, that doesn't say asphyxiation to me. No, and you don't get that just by being shoved into a a mat. Like, you have to physically be hit to obtain blunt force trauma. Yeah. And... There was a or lot of blood something. that was, like, on the mat and under it. And I get some coming out, but I don't know. And this is my totally unauthorized opinion because I am not an autopsy tech. I just, you know, of what I know about things. And, again, we're going to ask stories of the mortuary friends. Yes, um, I'm going to ask her. I'm yeah. her. So, yeah, that's, that is what it is. Let us know your thoughts. Really, Absolutely. like one way or another, I'm curious about it. We'll have the extended show notes on the Patreon. You can, you know, come on there and talk to us about it. Talk to us about it on TikTok or Instagram or email us. You know, whatever. But if you do want to email us about this case or with story suggestions or, you know, anything else, if you're not being a dick, send it to. <laughs> <laughs> you can send it to in the Nick of Crime Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at Nick of Crime Podcast. Fuck you, Courtney. <laughs> All spelled together. No dashes, no underscores. Bringing it back. <laughs> She's giving me shit because I'm literally mouthing her word for word. Like, Fuck you. It's because I have it on a note on my phone, so it's in the same order all the time. Yep. We're also on TikTok at In the Nick of Crime Podcast. Also all one word. And finally, become a patron. <laughs> we are... Doing other things for the Patreon, we promise. But money just kind yeah. of got money. swung to the side. <laughs> money and time are both things that we don't have in excess of right now, so bear with us. Um, but we do monthly bonus episodes and early access to the episodes, our normal ones, without ads as well. Yep, yep. So at least there's some incentive there, friends. But that is patreon.com slash in the nick of crime. So, uh, with that, I'm going to say keep it creepy and stay freaky. And we will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.